0: All right, this companion episode I wanted to use to address a few things. I don't know how these are going to evolve. I actually spent the whole morning researching and thinking about private podcasts and a subscription to a private podcast and a member site. I think I'm just going to keep playing for the rest of the year and then figure out what's next in in the coming year. But, um, I was thinking about what I wanted to say in this episode this week, which speaks less to the post-abortion emotional, mental emotional experience and more to social justice, reproductive justice. And thing, something I wanted to address is people who feel pressure to use their abortion experiences for the greater good. Like, are you feeling the burden of, I have to make this mean something, I have to turn this into something, I have to give back to validate my decision or to prove it was right or to somehow, like, equal the playing field? Um... And I just want to say, please don't do that. <laughs> please don't do that. You can have abortions and then never think about them again. You can have abortions, process the complex mental emotional landscape, and then move on with your lives. Um, I feel like I talk about this a lot, but it gets tricky. Like Just because I've turned my abortion into this landscape of value like, and giving back and, like, using my experience to teach people something does not mean everyone should do that. Like, there are many, many ways you can move forward in, um, the lens of social justice, and I think you can have an abortion experience and not move into reproductive justice. You although reproductive justice basically includes all social justice, (laughs) um, you don't have to... There doesn't have to be a direct link between your abortion experiences and the way that you tap into, like, your values and using your time and energy to improve or better or uh, give back to humanity and society. So, finding something that's aligned with your values can be really, really rewarding after experiences like abortion. Like a lot of times when we have that place to give our love, to give our attention, to give our energy, it doesn't replace anything, but it it reminds us who we are. It reminds us what's important to us. It reminds us like what we have to to share and to give and that can be really really re- rewarding. So if there's any kind of so- social justice that feels important to you, like um Morgan's main passion is um prison reform. I, now, I'm like, am I making that up? <laughs> um right, we all have different ways that we can give back to the environment to um to social structures and systems, to racism, to sexism, to LGBTQ issues, to reproductive justice, to whatever it is, uh, I would encourage you, if this is an avenue you want to go after your own abortions, I love the question on the companion, which is, um, what can I do that would be aligned with my values? But before you even answer that question, maybe or at some point, maybe it's before or after, I guess, whatever feels better to you. What did I learn from my abortion experience that will fuel my work for justice in the world in general? So whether or not you go into a very specific, like, abortion advocacy or any kind of reproductive justice or um, something very directly linked to uh, abortion, you can still learn from your abortion and extract out the things that were meaningful to you, the things that really shook you up the most and that you recovered from, the places that you felt the most broken and healed, um, the places that you felt the most like overwhelmed or loss or grief and then came back around like what did you learn from your abortions that you want to give back in any form of social justice so for instance I always say I learned to have my own back What if I decided tomorrow that I was done with abortion work and I wanted to move forward in environmental justice? I can take that lesson that I learned from my abortion, which is to have my own back and to help people have their own back, and help people make decisions about, like, if you decide to use Ziploc bags, how do you want to have your own back around that? If you decide to use... um only stainless steel tupperware how do you want to have your own back around that if you decide not to drive a car how do you want to have your own back around that so there is something i promise you that you learned from your abortion or that you are ready to learn and maybe need to work with someone like me to find um just like for me it was having my own back so i learned how to have my own back and i use that directly in this abortion work but Whatever you learned, you can take to anything in the world. It doesn't even have to be justice work. It can be your professional career. It can be your parenting. It can be your social life. But because this episode is about social justice, like, what is a value or a, um, or a characteristic or a place of growth that you had from your own abortion that you want to take into. Any kind of social justice work. Um, And I just love so much. My favorite thing about this episode was the piece about tapping into other people's creativity around whatever the thing is that you're passionate about and tapping into the collective consciousness of the movement that you're in. I thought that was just such a beautiful way to continue to... To always be able to like tap back in and remind yourself that you're not alone. That other people are doing this work with you. That there's many ways to express what you're feeling. Um, It was just such a beautiful, beautiful thing. Sorry. Um, So that was one of my favorite parts of that movement. How can I tap into the collective consciousness of the movement um, that I want to see progress in? And I think, you know, combining that with what you learned from your abortion. And if you feel like, um, I don't know, that art doesn't exist. I can't find it. Maybe it's because you're supposed to create it so others can tap into it. So others can feed and fuel from it. Like I'm looking over at a graphic on a, like, uh, the art of feminism book, um, And just the graphic of like three hands raised in power of different skin tone together, like that graphic image is so like, it just ignites this feeling in me. Um, It speaks something to the movement to, and it gives me strength. So... Um, find that for whatever work you want to do in the world and I also just totally loved the self-determination theory and recognizing like if I'm gonna do any kind of social justice work like how do I keep maintaining autonomy competence and relatedness um so for me I do feel like um I feel very self motivated to do this work. I feel more and more competent in helping people. I know it's making a difference. Um, I like, for me, I can see how that self determination theory comes into place all the time. I would say the place I lose touch with it the most, sometimes with competence. But yeah, is that when I forget that I'm not here alone, that you all are listening, that you're a part of the movement, when I forget the impact I'm having just because I can't see it, Um, sometimes that makes me feel like, why am I doing this? What's the point? Um, Is it enough? Um, And so I lose motivation when I forget my competence in making a difference in filling this gigantic gaping hole of post-abortion mental health so anyway um take a look at the companion this week identify what lights you up where in your life do you find yourself ignited what values and lessons have you learned from your abortion that you want to bring to the rest of the world um And what does this last tip say? Uh, Oh yeah, it'll be hard to notice what lights you up and what you want to fight for if you're not taking care of yourself, if you haven't come to a bit of a baseline around feeling nourished and whole and grounded again after your abortions. Like, I am an amazing resource as a person who can help you do that work, who can help you feel safe and whole and complete in your body again. If you're trying to, and I've seen this happen before, if you're trying to go do the justice work, make a difference in the abortion movement, but you haven't done your own work, it's going to be really hard to keep that light alive. Like, you gotta do your inner work first, and um, I'd be happy to help you do that. Um, as always, there is room in my calendar right now, so please reach out. All right, and uh, lastly, next week—if you're listening to this, the week of or the weekend past, um, the week of—make it out a calendar. Um, the week of October seventeenth, I'm running another ad hoc. Um, abortion healing group over in Facebook. Those last one week. I've been trying to do them monthly. It's like a one week. We create a group. We participate. I coach you. I offer you resources. We build community. Usually have a live call and then the group disappears. So I literally delete everyone from it and then delete the group. Like I can't even go back and access those. They're gone. So it's a nice way to just dip your foot into the toes of abortion healing if you're like wanting something that's um really temporary but builds community and helps you get some of your unique answers question uh questions answered. So if you're listening after October the week of October 17th, then you can join right up until you can join on the last day and just spend it's thirty dollars, so you could spend an hour scrolling the posts and get that value back you could probably spend five minutes scrolling the posts and get that value back so if you're joining post that week of the 17th look for the next one there will probably be one in november too all right um thanks for being here with me showing up to yourself and to this healing and thriving work